0: Hi, everyone. This is Gina Carvelis,
1: And I'm Melissa Burns, and this is Let's Be Great 1-5, a YMCA podcast dedicated to all things healthy living. Gina and I were recently talking about exercise and our Strong 2.0 challenge and all the great interactions that we have taking place on our private Facebook group. Gina mentioned a virtual workout. She recently attended a virtual workshop, and we thought it would be a good topic for us to discuss with you today. So, Everyone in our strong challenge is being so mindful of logging in their time and getting in those 30 minutes a day, uh, five days a week, which is so great. But we wanna make sure that we recognize the importance of taking a rest day or two uh, once in a while.
0: Yeah, for sure. It was really an interesting um, webinar. I I signed up for it, I'll be be honest, because it was free. And I just thought, well, what can I learn for free today? And uh, I really learned a lot. The workshop itself was hosted by AC American Council on Exercise. And it was about mental and physical exercise uh, for long-term stress management. And it focused a lot on something they called working in instead of working out. Um, So we know rest days are good and hopefully we all know that we need them. And it's really where the changes in our body happens is where the rebuilding happens. It's when our muscles recover and grow and so on. But working in is is taking that rest day and do something really just very light. And it's really about just kind of being in tune with your body and and your breath. Um, It's a time that you're resting, you're digesting. And um, what really spoke out to me was how any vigorous exercise is stressed to the body. In the same way, anything else can be stressful. So if you have a fear of public speaking, that's a stressor to you. And if you know you're about to go on stage and talk to 50 people in a room, your heart will start to you know, quicken, your heart rate will start to quicken. Your palms might get sweaty, your mouth might get dry. Well, think about what happens when you exercise, your body has those same responses because it's in a state of stress, it's, it's still stress. And it's the kind of stress we need to, to build and grow. But um, it's also sometimes something we need to take a break from. So um, it's just kind of about working, working in is meant to not stress the body, uh, the way working out does.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, I know a lot of times people get gun ho about working out and I need to work out seven days a week. And, you know, that's not necessarily the case. It's so important to listen to your body and know when it's time to rest, you know, instead of pushing through and, you know, sometimes it's okay to rest and, um, and just take that time for yourself and you can still stay motivated, you know, but you have to make sure that you're really listening to your body and maybe what that, you know, may need. I know myself, I, um, you know, I. I'm getting a little bit older, right? (laughs) So I really have to listen to my body and take that rest day, my, my workout plan, you know, may have it laid out for me, but my body may not be ready for that workout plan. And so I may need to change it up and modify and adapt. And, you know, really just take that time um, to, you know, listen and do what I need to do, you know, that day.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, And I'm the same way. You know, sometimes I think, oh, today's going to be my day. And then I'll think, gosh, I'm so sore. What did I do yesterday? And I will I'll take the rest day. Like I don't hesitate anymore. I'm I'm older and I just listen to my body. But um, but I will also admit that there are times, especially in the winter, especially in the morning when it's dark and it's cold and I'm in bed and I know I should get up and work out. And I'll talk myself out of it. And it's not because I truly need a rest day. It's because the thought of getting up, you know, I just don't want to do it. And so... You have to be able, you do have to know that there are times to push through just being cold and and sort of (laughs) hibernating and and really needing that rest day. And it was interesting because in the workshop, they taught us about some readiness assessments that you can do really quick and easy to know. If today's the day, you you really do need that rest day and that reset day and maybe a working in day instead of a working out day. Mm -hmm. And one of those is just simply to ask yourself if you believe If you work out today, will you improve yourself 1% over the previous workout you just did? So whether it was the day before or whenever it was, if you answer honestly, and you know, the answer is no, no, you know what? I know I'm not going to squat heavier than I did yesterday, or you probably wouldn't be squatting two days in a row, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be able to work as hard as I did yesterday, plus 1% then the answer is no. And you need to listen to that answer. And another way was to check your resting heart rate. And I know a lot of us aren't even aware of what that is. Um, We can talk about that in a minute, but if your normal resting heart rate is registering like up to five beats or more than what it normally is, then, then, you know, it's a day to work. in. that's a signal from your body that it is feeling that extra stress it's been under. Not necessarily always physical; it can be mental. Um, so I just thought it was kind of I was I was really kind of interested in that. I thought you know I am going to pay attention to that, and I am going to watch that heart rate and just and just use that as a tool sometimes. Yeah,
1: that's that's a good point. I know, um, you know, with we already mentioned, you know, just the um, recommendation for working out is most days of the week, but it may not be that way. I mean, I feel like overall wellness and health good health for your body is to Mm -hmm. do what's best for you. And, um, you really have to just be mindful of what that looks like. And you may go through different seasons where you, I think we're working out, uh, more days, you know, than different, you know, when it's colder out, maybe you need a little bit more rest or like you said, that mental piece of we're all coming out of this COVID right now. Um, and you really need to be mindful of what's your mental health as well.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So, but Um, you brought up, um, you know, your resting heart rate and a really good time to take your resting heart rate is when you first wake up in the morning. So we want to make sure that it's a time where you're not being woken up by kids or, or you're, um, it's just natural waking up on your own and what, just lay there for a second and, uh, you know, get. Situated where you can take your heart rate. So whether that's um, on your wrist or on your neck, and you know, you want to make sure you can count those beats for a full 60 seconds to get your, your heart rate. You can also just do 10 seconds if you don't have a lot of time, but um, (laughs) you know, that is an option too to get that rested heart rate.
0: Yeah, that's helpful to know. I mean, it really is good to know what your resting heart rate is. Um, and then if you really want to have a good idea, maybe take it five days in a row, take the average of that. But again, you don't want to move a lot. You just want to, you want to get that heart rate. And then, you know, if you take it and you wake up one morning, you're like, oh, I don't know if, if I'm really up for this. And you take it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm six feet higher than my normal resting heart rate. Definitely that's a sign your body's telling you. <laughs> um, and I think it's, it's good to know that when you do work in, you, you're still going to be doing something, but it's really restorative in nature. Um, and it's that's just as important as, you know, hitting the PR in your deadlift, if that's your goal, you know, that that's a great accomplishment to your overall health. But so is doing those things that are restorative, those things that put us um, kind of more in tune with our breathing and some of those things that we might not think about as much or we don't think are as valuable. Um, with working in, it's not even a workout. So you you need to kind of put that mindset aside, because this is something that you would be able to do on a full stomach. Because the idea of working in is that it's allowing you to digest if that's what you need to do. Um, You're able to do it with stable breath or breathing and a stable heart rate. So even if you're working in is going out for a walk, you know, when I go out for a walk, I'm like, I gotta pick up the pace, I want to get into that heart you know, heart rate zone that's burning fat, or, you know, whatever I'm trying to do. And no, that's not what you're doing. When you're working in, you want to keep the breath and the movement really connected and really steady and really stable. And you're only doing it for like 10 minutes. So it's more of a a mind body breath awareness than it is true exercise. So a nice, easy walk, um, taking it super not. Slow motion, but not trying to uh, move fast. Um, And really, any movement can be working in as long as you're dialed in on those guidelines. So, your heart rate's not going up, your mouth's not getting dry, you're not breathing heavy, you're not sweating. Um, If you think about Tai Chi, you've ever seen a group of people doing Tai Chi and they're moving and they're breathing, their breath usually follows the work. And in this workshop, that's what we did. We sort of did a quick little Tai Chi exercise where we Pushed and our breath followed, and then we pulled our hands in towards our body and kind of folded into this fetal position, just to teach that breath awareness. Um, it's just kind of a nice way to learn how to how to have that breath follow the movement.
1: That's interesting. Did um did they mention anything about how many working in days you should have within a week, or you know, is it really just about learning? about your own self and what's needed. So you may have one day, one week, but you may have two days the next week or. Yeah. Yeah. They,
0: they didn't really say like, oh, you should be doing this so many days a week. It was more of a body awareness thing. It was more of a, you know, it was really meant about all of these kind of lifestyle management things that you can do. And it was really just the idea of being aware that those days are needed and you need to listen to your body when it's trying to tell you that they're needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. You also yeah. you mentioned um, that you know parts of the idea in the workshop also incorporated a lot of what we've been focusing on in the Strong Challenge, like drinking enough water, and getting enough sleep, and being just the mindful of what your nutrition is, and um, you know just mindful, I guess, altogether of what you know the whole health health and wellness piece is for you. Um, I love that we keep hearing about the importance of these things over and over again you know, when we have guests on or learn from session to session such as this one, it's so good.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was great. So we had Dr. on, and she's like, hydration, nutrition, you know, (laughs) she's saying all the things that we're doing in the strong challenge. And then I attended this webinar and they talked about all of those lifestyle management factors, um, breathing and and mindfulness, but they also talked about the other things that are just as important. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, this strong challenge is really speaking to all of these things that we keep being um, reminded about. Um, There was a good portion of it. And so it really was about lifestyle management factors and just, you know, taking care of your overall health. A good portion of it was dedicated to changing how we speak to ourselves. So in the strong challenge at the very end, we're going to wrap this up with mindfulness. And I I think this kind of falls under this category. And um, it's just sort of the things we say to ourselves. And I, I think we can all relate to some part of it. You know, sometimes we'll say, oh my gosh, you know, I'll never lose this weight. Like, it's too much. I'm never going to do it. Or, or I might say to myself, I'm never going to be able to not kick my sugar addiction. I've tried, I've tried, and I I just can't do it. Um, And it's, it taught us about, um, instead of saying that you say it in a different way, Um, I'm, I'm releasing this weight or I'm releasing this addiction. Um, Other exercises like that, you know, something that really stuck out to me that they said, and I wrote it down was our thoughts become our emotions. Our emotions become our perceptions, our perceptions become our action, and our action becomes reality. And then they said there was a, an interesting statistic that we have something like 68 or 70,000 thoughts a day, and the majority of them are negative. Wow. It's, it's sad to think about that, but it's that self-talk.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think another um, important piece to it that we've given out as a tip before to remember is that, you know, it's, yeah, you're having, that's a lot of thoughts that you would have in one day, but to <laughs> keep you focused. I think on, you know, that, uh, that positive speak, right. That positive mm-hmm. talk to yourself is to maybe write a note out to yourself as to why you're doing what you're doing and post it somewhere where you can see it. Mm-hmm. And you can yeah. kind of look like back on that. And that could maybe give you a little bit more motivation to, or to snap you out of one of those 70,000
0: negative thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And and they they did talk about that too. And the idea, as they explained, it was to say sort of the positive functional opposite of that negative thought. The problem with that sometimes is it might not be fully believable to you. So you can change it so that it is more realistic. So instead of saying I'll never lose weight, a person might, it might be hard for someone to say to themselves, I'm going to lose the 30 pounds I need to lose, because that still might not be believable to them. But it's easier and more believable to say, I have the possibility or the potential to lose this weight. Because you're not exactly saying, oh, I can do this 100%. But you're telling yourself, I do have the possibility to do this, I do have the potential. And so it's taking that negative mindset, and it's training it to be a more positive mindset until you get to the place where you say, I'm losing this weight. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, and if you, if you do have a, a why written down somewhere to reflect back on too, I mean, your, your why could be anything, but it could be, um, you know, that I want to be able to play with my kids and not be out yeah. of breath. And yeah. I want to not be tired all the time. Yes. And so it's, that I think just having that piece written out somewhere to reflect back on to help you snap in out of that negative thought process is so important.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree um this this webinar also spoke to just some stress re- reducing exercises that we could do it was just it was so great they, they kind of covered a lot but it was really relevant it was really helpful and a lot of it was focused on breath and we did a couple of things and so i thought we could do one with our listeners that would it's really easy to do but if you're in the car i want i want you to wait until you're home because you do have to take one hand off the wheel and it, it does kind of relax you a little bit so we don't want anybody getting to relax are commuting home or whatever they're doing but what you're going to do is really focus on your breath and you're going to take your right thumb and place it over your right nostril. So I'm doing that now. So that's why my voice just changed a little bit. Melissa's doing it too. Cause we do these on zoom and I can see her and we're both giving each other like the high side. Okay. So you're going to be conscious of your breath and you're going to breathe in now through the open left nostril for a count of five. So we'll breathe in for five, four, three, two, one. Now take a, other finger and block the other nostril release the right nostril and exhale for five, four, three, two, one. You would keep doing that and probably a little quicker I was talking so it was hard but you would keep doing that just for a cycle of breaths just until you start to be aware of the breath and it just helps us kind of focus and and dial in and pay attention to the breathing. Um, It's just kind of a way to um, it's it's how meditation works. You know, meditation is all about focusing on our breathing. So we can unfocus on all the other stuff that clutters our busy brains and allows that, you know, keeps us from being able to meditate. Meditation is really hard for me. And the only way I can do it is if I'm really focused on my breath.
1: Yeah, yeah. And not to let those other thoughts creep in.
0: Yeah, it's anything. hard. Those other (laughs) 70,000,
1: I had to actually really think about what I was doing. I'm like, what is Gina going to have me do here?
0: (laughs) I know know. it's, it's hard. Like you just, you, we think about it. We breathe all day long. Have you, until we just did that. Have you thought about your breathing today? I haven't, unless you sneeze or something and you can't catch your breath and you're like, but typically it's something that we just don't think about, but it's so important.
1: Yeah, no, I think I definitely focus on my breathing when I'm working out, yeah. Or when I'm running and mm-hmm. trying to do an activity for a certain amount of time, and try to take a deep breath and bring my heart rate back down before I'm moving on with my workout. But outside of a workout, yeah, I rarely do focus on my breathing. So I think yeah, that be something I need to work on.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think sometimes too, like even if you're just at your desk and you're working and. You stop and you just take one deep breath in and exhale. You realize how shallow you breathe because that deep breath is kind of makes you aware of, wow, I just took a really deep breath. All my other breath has just been little short quickies and that was a good a good. Uh, <laughs> restorative one. Um, They talked some other stress reducing exercises. And they talked about one that's my favorite. And I've talked about this before, I think on this podcast, but it's the legs up the wall pose, uh, where you just get yourself really close to the wall, so that you can extend your legs up along it. And it's just a really, it's just so relaxing. And it's, it's just so restorative. And I do this a lot after a class or a hard workout, once my heart rates leveled out, and I know it's safe to put my you know, head and heart in alignment. Um, It just just feels really good. Or if you're had a long day and you've been sitting at your desk for a very long time and haven't been able to get up and move around, just doing that, it sends that blood from your, you know, your feet and your legs down and it just, it feels really good. Um, Another thing you can do is just while you're walking, count your steps as you inhale and exhale. So as you're inhaling, two, three, four, exhale. And it just kind of makes you aware of the breath, but it also just lets you kind of push the other thoughts out so you can just be really in that moment of exercise. And the the last one that we did in this particular workshop, and I'd never done this before, but it felt really good, is You sit with your back against the wall and your legs out on the floor, and you sort of just do a progressive relaxation. So you tighten areas of your body. Sometimes you start at your feet and work up, or you start, you know, you clench your, you clench your palms or your fists as tight as you can as you're inhaling, and then as you exhale, you release and they relax. And then you come into your forearms and you just tighten them up and you release. And as you move down your body, you get done. You're like, oh yeah. I am really relaxed. It just feels good. <laughs> stuff we don't do, but it, it really does. It's restorative and, and it really feels good. So yeah, lots of fun stuff.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, you know, some of the takeaways I think our listeners could um, take away from today's conversation is just being more mindful and working, having a working in day, right? You yeah.
0: Know, yeah.
1: About those hard workouts all the time. And um, you know, I think we get so, in the motion of, I have to work out most days of the week and I have to go, 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 go. And mm-hmm. take that time for yourself and figure out what your resting heart rate is and do yep. that little bit of um, working on your breathing and maybe do that nostril trick. That yeah. You know. <laughs> That's fun. Good. Well, yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all of this information. And yeah. I think these are some really great tips for us.
0: Great. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks to, da- thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Um, you know, if you enjoyed our podcast, be sure to subscribe to Let's Be Great One Five so you can stay up to date on our latest episodes while also helping us grow our reach. Thanks so much today. Thank you. All right. Have a good day.